Hey, and welcome back to Focus 365, the podcast. And today I want to talk to you about how do you get such an incredible empowerment that enables you to go against tradition, to stand up to wrong, and to really fight for truth. In order to do this, when you understand at a whole nother level to what really took place on the cross at Calvary, and what does it mean when Jesus died for us? And when you really grasp what happened there, your personal life will be so empowered and your confidence will increase because you have this understanding of who you are in Christ and what Jesus did for you. And then once you understand that, then you will not have any doubts about who you are and your identity in Christ. And you will be filled with the joy of the Lord. And it all comes from just taking a moment and dissecting this word grace. And and in doing so, my hopes at the end of this podcast is to fill your cup with appreciation um, in your life to where it is so obvious that you are an incredibly grateful person. I want to talk about Paul in the Bible and he wrote the book Galatians. And the book of Galatians, Paul is talking to a people who are really challenging his leadership And they're challenging the foundation of his word and his truth and what he's teaching them. This is someone who used to kill Christians for a living, murder them. He had the ability to not care about other human beings, thought less of the Gentiles, and was filled with this political power, this ability. He had all the accolades to make it happen. So this is a ruthless, hard-hearted individual until he experienced a, a transformation, a calling from Christ who came to him on the road to Damascus and radically transformed his life. And in doing so, The old life, this person that I just described, no longer exists. Have you ever experienced a moment in your life where you have grown so much that you look back at your old ways and you are like, I can't, you're in shock. You're like, I can't believe I used to react that way. I can't believe I used to do that. Thank God I grew up, right? Well, When you grow spiritually and the Lord is teaching you every day as you come to learn about Christ, he teaches us and matures us internally to where we can understand him, we can understand life and we can see our past more clearly and we can separate ourselves from being personally connected Um, making events from our past feel like they were just just happened as if it was yesterday but distancing ourselves with that because there's something greater 
and that's the 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 moment where Jesus died on the cross for us and maybe you're saying yeah yeah I've heard this before here we go yep I get it I appreciate it I didn't ask him to do it I understand it but you're not really guiding your life basing your decisions out of this connection this love this understanding this moment of appreciation that I want to talk about and hopefully build um, or grow in within you I want to fire it up and help you understand so the word grace is unmerited undeserved unearned favor this is God doing something so incredible for you that you did not even ask for it his love was so big his understanding is ginormous right and he chose you he sees you he protects you he forgives you and provided a way for us to have an eternity of a beautiful life in heaven versus how do you show appreciation to someone right now think about that if you appreciate someone think of who is that person someone that you appreciate what have you done to show appreciation does that person know that's my first question the second part of this question is how would you feel if they don't let you appreciate them Kind of weird right what what if they say no 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 don't worry when you want to appreciate someone because they've done something and you're moved so much to get out of your comfort zone to buy something to treat someone and you really like it it takes you to a place where you're like i can actually do it now like i really want to do this but that person shuts you down that that there's a there's oh man it's like a it's such a bummer because you don't get to really express and fulfill and complete that appreciation that act that you really want to serve this person now the reason why maybe they would say no is because they maybe they're stuck in traditions maybe they have these rules like no no i i know that you you appreciate it it's good enough maybe pride is involved i don't know there are many reasons why someone can say no to your appreciation but i'm wondering are you the type of person that okay let's say maybe they didn't let you appreciate them okay would you look for another opportunity later would you bless them in another way down the road or would you just forget about it and say okay I tried, they didn't accept it, I move on. And you completely forget. Do you follow up to appreciate someone? So in regards to, to what I had just talked about, about appreciation, ap appreciating someone, what do you do to appreciate them? Do you quit on appreciating? This is something that's just so small compared to what God is doing for us right now i'm going to share with you an example i shared last night in my bible study where 
um, David, you know, David from David and Goliath, before he became king, he had an incredible relationship with someone named Jonathan, who is the son of Saul, who was the present king at that time. And Saul was very jealous of David, so much so that he wanted to kill him. And Jonathan, who was Saul's actual son, had such a strong friendship bond with with, uh, David that he said, hey, don't go here. Like he actually told him, my dad is planning to kill you, right? So he saves David's life. Years go by and Saul finally dies and David takes the place and is on the throne. So in 2 Samuel chapter 9, you'll read where, where while David is now the new king, he's like, where is Jonathan? I want to bless him. Well, at that time, Jonathan had already died. So he asked, is there anybody from his line? Is there anybody there that, you know, from his family that I can show kindness to my appreciation for what Jonathan did because of my love for Jonathan? And one of the servants said, well, there's a, there is a servant named Ziba who actually worked for that family who probably knows. So he sent the servant to go and bring Ziba. So Ziba shows up and says, oh yeah, Jonathan has a son and the son lives in, in some town named Leobadar. It means nothingness. He sends to go and retrieve this son. Now the son's name is Mephiboseth. Now Mephiboseth means living shame. So this son, Mephiboseth, shows up and is afraid because back then when there's a new king, they would kill all the family members of the prior, the previous king, just so there's no family members that come and try to take the throne again. But not in this case. David says, because of my love for your father, I want to bless you. I want to restore to you all the land that was from Saul's and your dad's and give it to you. And I want to have you eat on my table for dinner every single night. Like you are going to live with me. And Ziba, who used to work for your family, is going to continue to work for the property and the land that I'm giving back to you. And so Mephiboseth is like, oh my gosh, all of this kindness, like he didn't even know how to respond. It's like an an incredible amount of emotions of like, I'm going there thinking I'm going to die, but instead I get incredibly blessed. Well, there's one thing about Mephiboseth. When David took the throne, there is a part of the story where the nanny was carrying him to run away to hide and she fell and Mephiboseth fell and he became lame. He wasn't born that way but he hobbled when he walked he became lame to make the story even more interesting right. So this story is such a great illustration of appreciation to a level where If I can't bless that person, I want to be a living blessing, to continue to bless the 
the line, anything I can do. So David has him live with him forever. And it's a happy, you know, um, there's one scene at the very end where David's actual son um, causes a rebellion against his father, David. And Mephibosheth says, I refuse to follow anyone else. And he was incredibly loyal during the, the difficult time and supported David to the end just out of appreciation of the love and kindness and support, surprise that he got from the grace, his grace, his loving affection. And he didn't even ask for it. He was actually in hiding. So he was in hiding and out of nowhere, David comes and does this incredible act, right? So this illustration is an, is an incredible analogy of our walk and our relationship with Christ. And let me explain. So David represents what, who God is. And Mephibosheth represents us. The afraid, the lame, the living in shame, the hiding persons we are before we come to Christ right are we live in nothingness we don't we just live day by day and then Ziba the servant is is the Holy Spirit that comes out to to find us and bring us to Christ Jonathan represents Jesus in the story so we have David who represents God Jonathan who represents Jesus we have Mephibosheth who represents us and Ziba, the servant who represents the Holy Spirit. God sent the Holy Spirit to you and to me to seek us out because he loves Jesus so much. And we belong to Jesus. It's what Jesus did on the cross that allows us to have a, a, the option to go to eternity in heaven, to have a place waiting for us. And we as believers, we are so filled with appreciation that we defend Jesus. We'll go through good times, we'll go through difficult times, but we become incredibly loyal out of the appreciation of being chosen when we were doomed to death and hell forever until God sent the Holy Spirit to you and to me as a believer to say you will dine with me forever and you will live a life of abundance you will be given whatever you want you will be protected and it's such an incredible incredible illustration of the grace of God for us. We get the riches because of what Jesus did on the cross for you and for me. So when we go back to that question I said earlier, how do you show appreciation to someone? Do you quit? Do you just say thank you? Or is appreciation a lifestyle for you? Not necessarily to that person or that those people that were there for you, but because of what God has done for you and for me. 
It's a lifestyle of appreciation of what Jesus has done, what it means on the cross, and then choosing. When when the servant came to Mephibosheth, he had the option to say, I'm not going with you, but he didn't. He received it. And just like you and me, when the Holy Spirit comes and calls us to Christ, we received his grace. We are saying, thank you. We are living in appreciation. So like Paul, who had a different lifestyle, is now talking to the Galatians. And in in the second chapter, when he's reprimanding Peter, and he's saying, hey, hey, what are you doing? You were eating with the Gentiles because you know there is a newness in Christ. You know that it's okay to do that. You, a Jew. But then when when people of authority came in, you you walked away. You left the Gentiles so you can now look the part? Are you in fear? Are you forgetting what you saw? So the the passion that Paul has is because of this incredible appreciation of what he knows Jesus did in his life and keeping that alive every day. And because he knows who he was and who he is now and what Jesus has done and to prepare him for the future, he can stand strong. He can stand confident because the power comes from that appreciation that the simplicity of just loving Christ. And that's where the secret lies. That's what Paul knows to be true. That's what makes Paul Paul because he figured it out. It's what makes the the Christian life so powerful where you have this ability to walk on water, which means during tough times, when you think of the appreciation, even during the toughest of times in your life, you will receive the joy of the Lord. And it's the joy of the Lord that we seek every single day. I hope this podcast just gave you a new perspective, a new fire to appreciate what Christ has done on the cross for you, so much so that it changes your behavior today. And I hope you're so excited that you would want to even share this message or this new information that you have learned because it's drawing you closer to Christ. I love you for listening. Thank you so much for taking time to dive deep into the deep end, into the word of God. Until next time, God bless and stay focused on Christ.